0: Welcome to Not The Way I Planned. I'm Carly Cash, and if you've ever found yourself thinking, this is not the way I thought my life would turn out, you've come to the right place. Each week we'll have inspiring interviews, plus tips and tricks to living your best life, even if it's not the life you planned. Finances. It's something that a lot of us don't talk about, and it's something that we judge other people by and we judge ourselves by and we think if I make X amount of dollars, I've made it in the world. At least this is how I've kind of thought my entire life. And I remember growing up thinking, I am going to make all the money. I'm going to be a millionaire and life is going to be good because I'm going to have this status and do these things. Well, life is not that easy and finances oftentimes don't go according to plan. And I'll listen to my kids talk about how they want life to be when they're grown ups, and they talk about the same type of things. I like, go, oh, I'm going to make millions of dollars and I'm going to travel the world and I'm going to have, uh, my daughter wants a big farm and my son wants a pool in the backyard and they just naively think that... This can and should happen and not that it can't because, you know, we are in control of our own lives and there are plenty of successful people, but I have had a big slice of humble pie when it has come to finances. So I wanted to talk a little bit about my financial journey and some of the lessons that I've learned along the way. I had this very naive perspective about making money. And some of this stemmed from watching my parents growing up. So neither one of my parents are college educated. My mom was a barber. She worked out of the home. And my dad owns a dental lab. So he did trade school and developed his own business. And growing up, I thought we did fine. We were very middle class. And talking to my mom... She has since told me that there were many times that they struggled as they were raising us, but they never really let us know that, which I appreciate. I felt like we always were well-dressed and we got to go to Disneyland and I was proud of the home that I lived in and life was pretty good. I knew that we didn't have money like uh, my cousins did. I have cousins that have A lot of money or their family has a lot of money, and I knew that we weren't like that, but I I felt comparable to my friends at school. So life was fine, and I really thought, I'm going to do better than my parents because I'm going to go to college, and for some reason, I thought, if I go to college and I get a degree, I'm going to do better than my parents because my parents didn't follow that traditional educational path. So I did that and I knew I wanted to go into broadcast journalism. And at that time, I saw huge successes, you know, even people on the local news that I knew made good money, people on the radio that made good money. And I thought this is going to be my key to success, not just with finances, but also I think my own insecurities led me to want the world to see my success and subconsciously I think that I went into broadcast journalism because it is such a career that is on display and so I knew that people were gonna know I was on the radio or I was on television and and I felt like I could kind of stick it to those people that thought I was a loser in high school and say hey look I made it well my journey was not as easy as I thought I ended up getting married very young, 21 years old. And my husband came from a very well-off family. And again, I think from his perspective, it looked fairly easy to him. His parents both went to college and they both did very well. His mom was a hospital administrator, which is a pretty powerful career for a woman. So she was in a position of power made good money his father for the majority of his career was the vice president of public relations for a huge company and they traveled and lived in beautiful homes and and did all the things so once again my thoughts were confirmed if you go to college you're going to have this beautiful life and you're going to be well off financially well we got married and i'm a saver and so i started really pushing us to save and get into a home. And I felt like that was a very smart financial move to make, which it was. And I finished up college. My husband did not follow that same path. He ended up finishing college many years down the road. But I still thought if we worked hard and applied ourselves, we were going to be financially secure. And I had all these funny little dreams of, My kids being more like my cousins when I was growing up that had all the money and I thought they're going to go to private school. And I don't know why I really associated that with the good life, but I just thought it was going to be our key to happiness. So we went along and as I got into broadcasting, I didn't make a lot of money and I knew that that's how things were probably going to start out But in 2008, when the economy turned, my husband was in mortgages. That took a dive, so he was let go. And honestly, it was such a foggy time in our lives that I remember him saying, because this was right after my son, Boston, was diagnosed on the autism spectrum. His father had passed away. Uh, My ex-husband's father had passed away very suddenly. We had a very colicky baby. And he said, let me take over the finances. I don't want you to worry about this. And I, I think it got really messy, but I just didn't know. So I was working part-time out of our home, not making a lot of money, but still making a difference to our household. And I was okay with it because I had young children and I thought this is just the beginning. And I thought either my husband was going to have great financial success Or maybe I would get a grand opportunity. As it turns out, I got a grand opportunity in 2011. And I became a co-host on a very popular morning radio show in Salt Lake City. And I thought I had made it. (laughs) I remember, I'll be completely transparent, that my base salary was $45,000. And I thought, life is good. Combined with my husband's income, we are going to be well off. And in addition to my 45000 a year, I had endorsements where I could earn extra money and live broadcasts where I could earn extra money. And so I knew that I was going to be making more than just that $45,000 base. So again, I mean, living large, I hired a housekeeper <laughs> and I just felt like, okay, this is the first step to really making it in the world. And I quickly learned that no, we could not afford the housekeeper and that life was not as easy as I thought it was going to be financially, or at least it wasn't long-term. So I did end up having significant success on that radio station and I almost doubled that salary, actually more than doubled that salary at one point. And I really got on my high horse and I thought, you know what, I'm making more money than my husband and it's all going to go up from here. So here we go. Pretty soon we're going to be able to buy a nicer home and we're going to be able to start vacationing and we're going to do all of the things. And long story short, I ended up being let go from that job because the radio industry is just very unique where things get switched around a lot and it's all about results and revenue and ratings and ratings are not as simple as they may sound. And so sometimes you do really well and sometimes not so well and there can be changes in management and ultimately my company decided that they were going to Go in a different direction and hire a different morning show. So all of a sudden I went from making almost $100,000 a year on my own to being out of work. And very quickly I knew that I needed to find another job because our family could not survive without me working. And so luckily I found a job within the next couple of weeks and we very suddenly moved to Boise, Idaho. At this new job, I I started off doing well. You know, getting those extras, my base salary was a little bit more and 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 I'm doing the endorsements and I'm thinking, "Okay, life is good. I'm going to continue this path of success and my financial situation is going to continue to grow." And all of a sudden, bump in the road, I go through a divorce and that was I guess a longer journey than just all of a sudden I'm getting divorced, but we decided that that's how things were going to be. And I'll be honest with you. I was extremely prideful in thinking I am not going to be the typical single mom that struggles financially. I'm the one in our household that has had financial success and I've bought a home all on my own and I can do this on my own. I was not worried about finances when my divorce went down. And then things did not go the way that I planned. And I had a a very large endorsement at work that all of a sudden went away because that can happen. And it made a big difference in my finances. And it was just overnight, all of a sudden, big blow. I'm making about $1,000 less per month than what I was used to. And it really changed our circumstances. And I didn't know what to do because here I'm in this home. I drive a nice car. My daughter had just started getting into competitive gymnastics, which is really expensive. And I wanted to give my kids all of the things and give them the opportunities. And I wanted us to be able to take vacation. And I I wanted to keep up with the lifestyle that I had created. And this was becoming more and more difficult. And I found myself struggling to pay my bills and All of a sudden the savings just whittled down to nothing and then we had hiccups where all of a sudden I had a $1,500 car repair or the dishwasher went out or something in the house broke and those things in life happen and if you're not prepared for them, it can be devastating in a very quick period of time. I was thinking about this this morning, uh, how difficult it is to just be financially secure. I grew up in a religion that really encouraged financial security, but I was thinking about the difficulty of this. I've often heard that you should have a good six months of your income set aside in savings and I grew up in the LDS church where you were very much encouraged to donate 10% of your income, which is a huge percentage when you really start making money and you do the math on that. It's, it's a lot of money. And they also encouraged you to have a lot of children and for the woman to stay at home if possible. And I thought, what tremendous pressure to bring in a huge amount of money. And here I found myself head of household, and there was no one to fall back on. I had to bring in money or change our lifestyle, and I just found myself in a very bad place mentally when it came to finances. I started looking at things that I never thought I'd look at, like side jobs and, you know, no disrespect to this, but driving for Uber or doing things that I really didn't see myself doing when I was on my high horse thinking I have made it in my career. And I did have success in my career. I've continued to have success in my career, but things in my industry have changed, which this can happen. And this is something that I never prepared myself for when I thought I was doing all of the right things and going to college and and being smart with my finances and saving and getting into a home. When the economy tanked back in 2008, it hit my industry really hard. People stopped advertising or or advertised less. And at the same time, technology took off. So there became all of these other opportunities for people to advertise on different platforms. So people started advertising on social media and on people's websites and blogs and there was this whole digital component of advertising that wasn't in place. When I first got into broadcasting, really the only options for advertising was a billboard uh, on the radio, television, or in the newspaper. And we all know that has drastically shifted over the years. So I... Got an opportunity in radio in part because so many things changed. And the big morning show that I replaced in part was because they couldn't afford to pay that big morning show. That morning show was making a quarter of a million dollars a piece just in their base salary. And as I mentioned before, I started off at 40 grand. So same position, but because the world had changed so much they no longer could afford to pay talent what they're paying them. And it's continued. Now there are Instagram influencers and there's all these personalities that people are advertising through and using their voices that you don't just have that local TV person or radio person as an influencer in your community. And so things have continued to change. And it's It's been a real struggle financially, uh, especially when I lost that big endorsement deal. At that point, uh, my father came forward and saved the day and I started doing some work for his business, doing some marketing and putting together a website for him and, and doing some things there to help build his business. And in turn, he really saved me. Financially, I also took on hosting club nights, which was the last thing I wanted to do, but I needed the money. And so I was out at the clubs hosting club nights from 10 to midnight after getting up at 3 in the morning, and I just thought this is not the way I saw my life, and I never, ever thought I would be this financially desperate for money. And since then, it's been kind of this roller coaster of feeling a little financially secure and then having the wind knocked out of me and and getting that piece of humble pie again. So most recently, in fact, this just happened yesterday, I lost another big endorsement. And it was something that was really difficult because I went from being able to go to Costco and load up my grocery cart and, you know, I'm, I'm planning vacations and I'm putting money in savings and I'm paying off debt and I'm doing all these things. And then all of a sudden, you know, this client says it's, it's not Carly's fault. She didn't do anything wrong, but due to unforeseen circumstances, we're not going to be able to do this endorsement anymore. And That's how finances go sometimes. It's the unexpected home repair or car repair or someone gets sick that can just completely knock things out of place and things don't look like you thought they would financially. So now it's like, okay, what do we do here? I spent a good deal of time up last night worried about my finances once again. And I thought, oh, I don't wanna be in this place where I'm constantly stressed out. And how can I make a shift? And earlier uh, this week, I heard someone talk about financial dignity. And it was not being, you know, obviously wealthy, but having dignity in your finances and spending money very wisely and preparing best you can for those unexpected things to come up. And I thought, man, that sure is easier said than done. But at the same time, I thought, you know what? Yes, I've got this issue and things are tight. But when I look at what I have compared to the rest of the world, my issues are not that big. And I do have a, a nice home and I drive a nice car and I may not have a ton in savings and things might get really tight and I may acquire some debt, but I you know, can put food on the table and I have a steady job. And I think a lot of it is just pushing forward. My dad has a very successful business now. And he says, you know, I just put my head down and kept working hard. And I was also given advice at one point in my career about working smart. It's not just about working hard, but about working smart, using your time wisely. And I think continuing to learn and grow and give yourself the best chance you can so that when those unexpected things happen, when your industry changes, when you find yourself out of a job that you feel like you're a marketable person and that you have the skills to go out and make the money that you need to have that financial dignity. And I just, I think that this is something that so many of us struggle with and we don't talk about it enough. We don't talk about the shame that we feel when we're not financially successful. And we see all of the beautiful pictures on Instagram of people going on vacations and building beautiful homes. And you never really know what's behind all of that. You don't know if there's stress. You don't know if there's even happiness. I think that I've so many times thought that happiness meant getting new cabinets in my kitchen or going on a vacation. And yeah, those things can bring degrees of happiness, but living in a mansion certainly doesn't create for long-term happiness. And I think that we need to stop thinking that it does and we need to stop holding our self-worth in that space and thinking that we are worthy or we are better if we achieve financial success. I know that I've oftentimes done that. I'll look at my sister or other people in my family or my friends that have had financial success and I think they're better people than I am or they just, you know, I put them on a pedestal and that's not necessarily true. And I think that we just need to, or maybe I need to stop focusing so much on that and we need to just focus on relationships. I was reminded once again this week with the, Celebration of life for Kobe Bryant and his daughter Gianna. That here, these people have seemingly all the money in the world, millions and millions of dollars. That's not a problem for them, but it didn't save them from incredible tragedy. And I think sometimes we forget that. We think life is going to be made if we are successful financially and in our careers. And it doesn't make us immune to tragedy. I grew up with a some very good friends that had a lot of money and their mother died of breast cancer about 20 years ago. And again, it was just this horrible thing that happened to their life and there was no amount of money that could save them from that pain. And so I guess I've just concluded that in my life, I don't want to be naive about making money or or having money or take it for granted or think that I'm invincible to financial hardships. And I just want to put my head down, you know, and work hard. And I hope that we can be a little less judgmental of those around us that do have financial struggles. Because as the whole theme of this podcast goes, life doesn't always go as planned. And especially with finances, there can be a lot of unexpected twists and turns. And so next time you see someone that seems a little down and out on their luck, or you feel like you have failed yourself because you're not as financially successful as you thought you would be, I think that we need to just remember that we have so much more worth within ourselves than what is in our bank account. Thank you for joining this edition of Not the Way I Planned. If you like what you heard, you can find more at notthewayiplanned.com as well as Not the Way I Planned on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube.